Y'all ready? I'm back. So it's your boy, Stanley Peavy, better known as Mr. Roll with me. So <laughs> give me a second while I get myself together. It's been a while. I'm, I'm overly excited because while I've been sitting back resting and whatnot, I have been doing some rebranding and also upgrading the, uh, as you can see, the podcast software. The reason being is over the past year, we were told what we were doing was a little bit elementary. So you know what I got to say to that, right? Fuck y'all. Um, and, and I'm in it. I'm in it. You're not in here, and I meant every fucking word of it. Fuck y'all. So uh, now that we have leveled the fuck up, let's get into this. So roll with your boy. The topic for the day is what mindset should you have as a husband or wife? I wasn't going to say and or, but you can't be both at the same time. So as a husband or wife, um, the reason why this topic is the way it is for the day is because you hear a lot about are you ready for marriage? Are you ready to be a husband? Are you ready to be a wife? But you don't hear a lot about what it takes to stay a husband, to stay a wife. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to dig into that realm of things and not stay on the are you ready? Because let's be real. You never can fully be ready for that kind of commitment. Just can't. So um, what we're going to talk about is what it takes mentally to stay in one. All right? So there's a couple points I want to touch on, like sacrifice, compromise, um, saying I'm sorry. Duty. What's up? Uh, duty. Saying I'm sorry um, and other things of that nature. So... Um, I'm going to ask these questions, and then we are going to, as I ask them, we're going to talk about each one. What's up? Are we going to discuss the 50-50 thing? Oh, yeah. Because we, we that's a lot of... That. Okay. We can get into All that. Right. Also, All right. my producers, let us know if we have anybody in the chat that has a question as we uh, get to certain things, and we'll, we'll address those as they come. So the first question is... I'm going to let ladies go first, especially since she done got herself together. We're going to give you the mic first. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, in your experience or what you may think to believe, as a wife, what do compromise mean to you, Miss Evis? Well, compromise to me meaning is... Basically, everything from from um, you know changing the way how you think, changing what you do when you was a single person. Um, it it comes with a, a lot, to be honest, a lot, a lot of compromising, and it. But for me, the compromising starts with the communication and understanding from the other party. Because even though you think you're compromising with your with your significant other, your husband, your wife, whatever the case may be, you're really not. So for me, 
compromising is it starts with communication. To be honest. Ace, in your experience, or as a husband, what do you think compromise should mean to a husband? I think what compromise should mean to a husband is it's the give and, it's the give and take. Um, as a father, you know, raising a son, like I've been where he's been. He's never been where I've been. And there's certain things and ways and areas where as fathers, we try to raise our children and the women in our lives or the woman in our life might believe or feel as if we're being a little too hard. And sometimes, even though the the angle that we're coming from is just it's honorable, it's true. You're trying to it's it's preventative, it's to build character, all kind of other different things, but you know, you have to step back and say, Okay, am I being a little bit too hard right now or not? And being willing to 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 trust in the person that you're with to say, okay, maybe I am, I'll fall back. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll relent right here. That's a compromise. Um, also another thing, one thing I know from experience that myself and other men, because those are the ones that were around me to raise me is when it comes to making decisions, like you make a decision from a standpoint of the benefit of all. And if there is going to be someone that is going to not benefit as much as the family unit, I gotta be the one to take that hit. And that right there is is it's a compromise. You know what I'm saying? It could be time at work, it could be many different things, but I have to, I have to take that hint, you know, where everybody else said, everybody else good, but it was like, damn, that, I got, like everybody got, but I ain't get that much, but you know, it's looking at everybody else and being like, they good. Mm -hmm. So I deal with this little piece. So do you think the man is supposed to compromise more? No. I, I don't I, I think that it, it must be even. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like push and pull, yin and yang. When you look at that circle, you know what I'm saying? Like everything is symmetrical. It's it's even. Um a man compromising more, all that will do is breed resentment. You know what I'm saying? In in his spouse. Um, depending on how principled that man is, like he could still resent his wife or his lady, but you know, he'll still be there and he'll operate off of duty. So, no, I don't believe that a man should, um, should compromise more. So, it sounds like I'm so it sounds like I'm hearing that in your world, relationships should be fair. Right? I believe more balance because Life isn't fair, but I mean, there's, there's balance. Oh, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So, but balance, that could be, it depends on the relationship, right? We're going to end up jumping down that rabbit hole when it comes to balance. 
Uh, how do you feel about that, Miss Idris? Do you feel like relationship? What? What's up? Come on. Let me say something real quick. This is this is this is the angle in which I. This is how I move. Um, Miss Miss Edie, right? Let's say her and I are together, yep. and there's there's things you know what I'm saying. Like we compromise, we give it and we take it. Um, I can't think of things from my vantage right. point. All the time, you know what I'm saying? As as boys, as in as men, like we were raised to think that way. You know what I'm saying? Like me as a kid, I used to when I was a little kid, I used to think the girls was here for us to throw rocks at because I'd been fuck out a little girl. I was, I was knucklehead, but and my uncle set me straight. He said, "How would you like somebody to do that to your sister, to your mother, to your grandmother?" So with that thinking, when it comes to my spouse, then it's like, yo, how is this going to affect her? You know what I'm saying? Like, how is how is she going to be hit by all of this? I take all of that stuff into account. You know what I'm saying? And with that, and what we making decisions, like, yeah, that's that's where I come with the basis and standpoint of my compromise. And some things you're not going to be able to compromise on, and we both going to have to take that hit, but we got to be able to talk and discuss this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm not going to see things, you know, from the vantage point that she is because we a tag team. Tag her in, she tagged me in. Like, that's where that communication comes in. But it's just considering the person that you're with. And if I'm with someone who cannot consider me, I can't be with you. You know what I'm saying? And if I find out that I can't, if, if I find out later on, like when we in the thick of it, we married where it's not easy to leave they're like yo you don't consider me and i'm taking all these hits and i'm compromising way too much and i resent you i'll leave but it's gonna be at a certain point where like hey all my duties and responsibilities is good but now that it's set yo, i'm out and i just believe that that's an honorable way to move so i mean it's not necessarily you know this ain't fair hmm like nah, it's just being being about the team and the unit, having that balance. Miss Idris, yeah, I agree with you, Ace. Yeah, I agree with him totally. Um, but and when you said something about like should men, you know, compromise more? Like he said, no, it's everybody should be compromising equally, because like he said, the resentment will start if you're if we're comp if us women are compromising more than the men or not considering our feelings when we're expressing them, then yeah, we're going to resent men and we're going to start stepping back, isolating things in that nature. So everybody, you know, like you said about the, about the um, kids too. Now that first thing, Ace, you are a hundred percent right. Cause I have nothing but boys raised nothing but boys basically by myself. And I always knew that, I cannot raise a black man how to be a black man because I don't know what you guys go through. I can only, you know, express my feelings and, you know, try to curve you in the right direction, but we can't be in y'all's shoes and vice versa when we tell y'all about the daughters. Y'all can understand the boys way more than we can because we just thinking that you're just being hard-headed and, you know, define all the extra stuff that the boys do. But yeah, you're definitely right. 
I learned that the very much, very much the hard way because my sons are all grown now. And I had a dude before, you know, it was really hard on them. For me, it was, I felt that he was very hard. And I come from a very strict background for my parents. So, you know, when somebody else is like, even though that's not their father, but he was there, you know, getting on them, I was like, dang, you kind of harsh. But then I was trying to step back to let him, you know, lead the boys. Then, you know, I kind of felt like resentment and hate for my sons. They like, well, you making him do, and you know, it's for us single mothers coming into a relationship or a marriage with our own children, it's very hard to us to try to let you guys take over them. So, um, yeah, that's that was definitely very hard for me, and I, I honestly do regret, regret it. So we got a question from the nation, and the question is: I believe men have to compromise more than more just based of our makeup as men and women. Would you not agree that the roles of men and women are different, and what's on the plate of men is more? I think that was more directed towards you, Ace. Okay, repeat it again, please. He said, I believe men have to compromise more just based off just based off our makeup as men and women. Would you not agree that the roles of men and women are different and what's on the plate of men is more? I do believe that our duties, roles, and responsibilities and what's on us is is great. But at the same time, I'll just say it like this. The man that there's a there's a shadow that I chase every day. Two shadows, actually. The first one is my grandfather, which my grandfather was alive during the Great Depression. The second shadow is my father. So in order for me to say I'm a man, I have to qualify, you know what I'm saying, to those two. And it was a time where my, my grandfather was teaching me. And he asked me a question. He said, if there's only enough food for one person and it's about time to go to bed, one person got to eat, who gets that plate? And I tried to divvy it up to everybody else. And according to him, it was like, the answer's wrong. It's like, you got to get that plate because if you got to go out, you have to work. and You don't have no energy. You know, the time where he was at, Everybody met at the gate. You have people that pick people out, pick out people that are the hardest workers, the ones that's going hard, the ones that's willing to put that time in. But you've got to have that energy for that. And you're able to get that money and bring that home. Everybody gets to eat. Now, only thing it is, is, yeah, you get the biggest piece of chicken, but make sure everybody else is, is good. And when I look at that, like there's balance. You know what I'm saying? So for the man to always have to compromise, it's like, there's no balance there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's my biggest thing is it has to be balanced. Do we take the biggest hit? Yeah, we're we going to take the biggest hit, but there still has to be balance. Has to be. So I'm trying to make sure I heard you right. Is he saying that if there was, so there's one plate with food on it, and if you and your family had to eat, you would eat it? 
Is that what I heard? That's what he was asking. Who gets that? Who gets but that? What plate? was his answer? His answer was that the man get that plate. And the reason reason for that is if he doesn't have the energy, right? And you have to think about it. He grew up during the Great Depression. So look at how things worked and operated during that time. You would in Philly is a is a is a dock and machine, you know, factory yeah. place. So you got people at the gate, you know, trying to get trying to get on. First thing first, they're gonna pick the white dudes first, and then whatever black dudes they pick, they're gonna pick. So you got to put that work in and you got to grind for that. Do you, think you know what I'm saying? Way, so the money you that you... way of thinking a carry over now? In certain, in certain, it's to a certain degree, but it's not, it's not as drastic as that because the times right? are different. Well, they're, they're, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very good at seeing both sides and I get what he's saying. I really do. Right. But I guess where I'm conditioned on my way of thinking is that way of thinking nowadays would make us look less of a man. How so? I'm going to bring it to your front porch. I mean, the reason why I say that is depending on people's viewpoints, the mere notion of a man being out, walking about, doing what he needs to do and he good and his household ain't good, we're automatically portrayed as being less of or not deserving of. So I won't say that's the first time I've heard that, but in a long time, I haven't heard that way of thinking in a long time because now it's all about, again, it's that tried and true women and children first. Whenever you get some women and children out the gate, no matter what's, the man is going through. Let's look at it. Even the courts are set up that way. The second I go to court and I'm battling there for a parenting time or whatnot, all the attention is on the ex-wife and the and the children that y'all had together. They don't give a shit about us until the end. And then even in the end, what they tell us to do, get a second job, make sure you good. But what you gonna do is make sure that woman and those children are, are okay first. You see what I'm saying? So I get the times were different, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where I can tell you right now, I work two jobs and let me get a bucket of chicken. And I'm like, y'all going to be good until payday. Let me go and get this in me while I go work. I can tell you right now, they're going to be at least four people I'm going to have to answer to by the time I punch that clock and go home. So you eating, but the kids and your wife ain't eat that. I can see me running into a, into a World War Three real fast. <laughs> taking it taking it too literal like that is is if it's time to go to bed and it's time to eat and you're looking at the fact that it's only enough for yeah. one. Now let's let's and I'm looking at it from right. his his vantage point. Now looking at it from his vantage point, like I see it, and yeah, that's a hard decision to make. And I don't like that, but how do I make that different? Because now our yeah. times is different. So even with what it comes down to, I still have those old school ways, but because I don't like how it would, 
Like, like that's how it has to be, according to how I was taught. I don't necessarily like that. But though that's how it has to be, because if I don't if I'm living in that time and I don't get picked for work, then guess what? Ain't nobody eating. So to take take that hit, according to what he said, it's like, OK, but what that what that caused was I don't like that type of compromise because there's no balance. So how do I create the balance? Then how I move from here on out is nothing but compromise. You know what I'm saying? But that means I have to plan. My portion will always be significantly smaller. Yeah, I might get the chicken breast, but in not much of everything else. But yo, that chicken breast gonna sustain me, and I'm not gonna eat the whole chicken breast in one sitting. Yeah, I see. You see what I'm saying? So, if I wouldn't have done that, because I had to, I had to, I had to do that that one time for that scenario. And me imagining the faces, like yo, that'll 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 f me up if I ever had to do that again. That's something I could only see once, according to right. what he's saying. So yeah, okay, I see that for that, but this is one one of a final time, and that shit would never happen again. That's how I'm taking it. You know what I'm saying? And we discussed it and. Hey, everybody comes up with they they own different ways. Did I have cousins that say, "Hey, they split it"? But I'm going by him because to date, to date, nobody left land a whole block and, and stuff like that. So I'm going from the teacher that taught me. Now the boomer generation effed all that off, but the man that that was his result. Now, there's something you said that I want to tap. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, let me um, respond also to what he was saying. Like, when it comes, I get the, the the old school saying, the old school story. Basically, it was about sacrifice. That's what I'm like, if we have a house full of children, you know, it's me, my son, and my husband. And I know... Yes, we only got one plate of food. Yes, it is beneficial to, you know, to divvy it up to everybody so everybody can eat. But his analogy was the man needs that food for his strength. And if the wife and the child are able to sacrifice just so that he can have that strength to go out in them streets. For, you know, back then, you know, they was out there from sun up to sundown. So, you know, I understand the sacrifice right there. And yeah, like you said, he has to go out there so that we can have more food. And don't get me wrong, you know, back in them days, you know, I know our our ancestors were, you know, growing their own stuff or, you know, they have it. But at that very moment, it's nighttime. Who's to say that they didn't eat breakfast and and lunch while he only is able to have only one meal? So that one meal is at nighttime and it's going to give him that strength that he needs to be out in the streets to, to support his now, family. I wouldn't be Mr. Roll with me if now, I didn't go against the grain. <laughs> let me, let me roll with you, boy. Because what I'm trying to make sure we understand, I, I, get, I get where y'all coming from. But at the end of the day, we're dealing with society. We're dealing with billions of people that majority of the majority of them think one way 
So the question I got is, in today's time right now, let's not go to the extreme, right? Let, let's, let's not go to the extreme. Let's do this petty-ass bullshit that I've been seeing in today's time. Let's say you got lunch meat in the refrigerator and you feed little nay nay them bologna sandwiches, but you order your ass steak and lobster. Do you see the rift that's coming? Oh, yeah. And some yeah. people see it as sacrificing the kids. Like, why waste that on them if they're not going to eat it all? Why Why give that little dude a $30 steak when they only going to eat $5 of it when I can say that for myself and they can run off bologna sandwiches all day? So the thing is, when it comes to that type of sacrifice slash compromise, is that the right mentality to have in a marriage? Well, back then, well, I'm saying for us back then that what he was saying was, you know, was good for back then. But right now, for me, when I ate shrimp and lobster and steak and all that, my kids did too. So it wasn't no, oh, you go get you some noodles. Oh, I'm going to make a plate for him and not for my kids. See, I have four boys. I've always had food in my house. I had to keep food in my house 24-7. But I don't, I don't roll, I don't roll like that. Now these new age parents, they probably do. But what I eat is what so, my kids gonna eat. They so gonna have let's to bring this back to current times. Now you and Ace are in a relationship. You feel me? Let's take it off food for a minute, because when you really start talking like scenario, you get so twisted in the scenario, you lose the concept. So the thing is, let's try money for a second. I, I don't know. You could have something you need done, Miss Eagers. You ain't got no money. Ace got $100 in his pocket. And he just want to go out with the boys tonight. He rarely get to go out with the boys. In this moment, if he want to go out with the boys and need something done, who needs to compromise slash sacrifice? Ace or you? Need I need something done like far as what? Uh, because I figured it you were gonna say that. So I don't want it to I don't I don't want it to seem so critical. Because when we go critical, that makes the that makes the answer easy. Like if you say you need a root canal, you be like, well, my goddamn, you gonna give me that hundred dollars, I'm gonna get a root canal. So let's not go there. But I don't know. Women are very self-conscious. So maybe you ain't been done up in a while. You know what I mean? You feeling very low. Your self-esteem ain't where it needs to be. So the choice is, is either him and his boys or you and your looks. For me, I'm speaking for me. I will allow Ace to go out with his boys because the mental, like his mental part is more beneficial for me because no matter I'm natural, so like, I'm not like the rest of the females. Got to have you know weaves and wigs and all that. I'm natural. I, yeah, I go get my nails and my feet done. That's basically it. When I do get dolled up and want to go somewhere, please believe me, I'm trying to get him all g'd up to take with me wherever I go. You know, so it's like I would rather his mental be cool. He need he may, he might need a mandate. I will allow him to have that mandate. It's not it's not that big of a deal for me. So Ace, I need to know, taking Miss Idris off the table. So Ace, I need to know with taking Miss Idris off the table. How do you think that would go in today's times? 
I don't think it go like that. Now they gonna go like that, and no, but again, and this is the whole reason why the nation is here, right? We got we got a different breed in the nation, so I can tell you right now what majority, a lot of, of what would happen is if you sitting at home feeling low and all you wanted was your hair done or whatnot to feel better. And I'm telling you, because to some women, what I'm telling you is my boys are more important than you. More important than you. But see, they, they, us women shouldn't be thinking like that, to be honest. If we're in a marriage or in a relationship, we should not be thinking like that. That is true. And it's not cap. That's the, I mean, that's the truth. We should not be thinking. That's, for me, that sounds like they're being selfish. You're selfish. You don't want to see your man's, your man ain't been nowhere. He's been working 12 hour shifts or 18 hour shifts and been been on grind. All the bills is paid, the kids taken care of. Yes, you might not be looking all dolled up this month or this week, but if he's asking for one day to go out with his boys, I don't care if it's once a week, he should be able to do that and vice versa. I, I just don't get it how, you know, the mindset of some, you know, some women nowadays that it's all about us. It's not all about us. So I'm going to take this to get y'all a minute to loosen up because we were a whole lot looser when we was on the legacy shit. So loosen up. We, we aunts and uncles and brothers sitting around a barbecue <laughs> table talking shit. So... And the reason why I want this to loosen up because my boy brought up a good <laughs> point that I'm going to take this into and forget that you are being broadcast to YouTube. Act like we are at a damn poker table at your uncle house with liquor and weed getting passed the fuck around. So, with that being said, <laughs> my next thing is how do you feel? And this time I'm going to go, since he brought it up, I'm going to go Men first. How do you feel about the whole 50-50 stuff? I don't see I don't have a problem with it. Because I don't see I don't have a problem with it because really it's not 50-50. People think, and I've heard the conversations and the arguments, and to me, for a woman to oppose 50-50, like that says a lot about her. And then for a dude to oppose it, it, to me, in my opinion, man to man, because how we judge other men, like you said something about you too, because, and I'm going to try not to be long-winded, 50-50 is not 50-50. What 50-50 is, is when you look at it, stay in the house. I'm not bragging or nothing, but it's, it's, it's not a gated community, but it's HOA. Okay. so. My mortgage is about nineteen hundred. Man pays what? He pays all that mortgage, and then you put in, you pay in at least half to seventy five percent on that grocery bill. Your lady, lights, water, gas. So you add up nineteen hundred plus what? Three. 300, 325, man. Maybe 500. 
have yeah, depending on how much bucking y'all did and how many kids y'all got. But uh yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, now woman, solar panels. I don't pay that much electricity. Gas, gas probably about like one twelve. Water, water ain't all that much either. That's it. So when you look at it, fifty that's fifty fifty. You know what I'm saying? And me and my father, we talked about this because of the conversations that I had now. And I'm like, oh, like, how is that 50 50? He was like, oh, it's just her meeting you halfway. All it is is balance and effort. Now, I'm going to get personal. My grandmother, my grandmother taught my mom that, and my, and my aunt, that <laughs> if the, if the, let's say the more of the bills come out to 1400, you tell that man, that is actually 16, 1650. So what you're doing is you're paying the bills with that 1400, but then with that other 250, what you're doing is you're putting that in a different account just in case if he, he, he jumped crazy, you got something to get away with. Well, what you end up doing is there's some people that see marriage as a business, right? So if you're looking at it that way, nigga, you embezzling. This mm -hmm. dude right here is all in because I guess we apparently have this we apparently had this button on our butt that flips. Yep. Supposedly. You know what I'm saying? And let's say he doesn't. Let's say what people are telling you, because when it came to my father, he didn't. My mom got to travel the world, go different places. That man ain't never jumped crazy. So what was done with all that other money? Because for me, seeing what happened with my father, like, yo, he didn't get no outlandish, lavish stuff. So what's what's up with that? And what are you teaching your sons? And what are you teaching your daughters? You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to that 50 50, like, yo, I don't I don't I don't have a problem with it. And I also say this and I'm going to fall back when it comes to like family trips and stuff like that. We're supposed to pay that, too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, if I got a lady. The way the way I roll, if we taking a if we taking a plane, like she don't she wouldn't know she don't know she don't know coach and economy. My kids be first class, and there's there's ways you can do it where it's really not all that expensive. But they'll sit up there. I'll sit behind if we take the train. Like yo, my sons will carry me and my sons will carry the stuff. My wife. Daughter, y'all just make sure make sure I ain't leaving my book that I was reading. Make sure there ain't no toy. Your brother's toys ain't left. That right there is 50-50. They ain't doing no lifting. All you're doing is you're looking up the little stuff. Hey, baby, I got you because I know you're reading this, this book by Dr. Tommy Curry. Uh, Man Man left his, his Power Ranger. Keon left one of his game cartridges. There that is. Yo, that's what that 50 50 is. It don't mean you paying straight half down the. Nah. Hey, Ms. Idris, I'm going to let you chime in before I go in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I agree. There's no 50 50. It's really 100 100. And that goes with emotional, physical, financial, you know, the children household duties and everything there is no 50 50 nothing i and even with for me i wasn't raised on a 50 50 
thing either. So, and I also try to raise my sons the same way. Like everybody has a role in here to do things. You might not be getting paid for it, but you are getting paid for it. Teaching you responsibilities and things of that nature. So I don't really, I didn't raise my sons like that either. Uh, roll with your boy because uh, maybe y'all saying the same thing I'm finna get ready to say but I, I, I probably need to hear it the way I need to hear it in order for it to click um, when it comes to finances I don't believe in 50-50 I don't believe in anything cut with a cocaine razor blade don't cut shit we all gonna put it all in the same pot we pay everything and that's just how it needs to go. And the reason why I say that is because, one, times again ain't like how they used to be. They're just not. Um, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, women in today's time make more than a man. I hate to say that that way, and I know that's hard for a lot of men in these times to grasp, but with the way nursing and all of that shit is booming right now, it's nothing for a woman to go out and make close to six figures if not over and you got to deal with these men out here working construction jobs make trying to get to that point you see what i'm saying so times are flipped financially whether we want to see that or not so that's that's one thing mm -hmm. um two another reason why i don't believe in 50 50 is because the modern day woman will implode if she was with the old school Stanley, Mr. Odell, they can't handle it. I can tell you right now, a, a man coming in the house talking about why the fuck shit ain't cooked, why I ain't got pussy on demand, why ain't shit going the way it needs to go and all these goddamn bills are being paid. The second you start talking like that, all they hear is, fuck, you telling me what to do? What if I don't want to, what if I don't feel like fucking tonight? Then we're classified as controlling and all this other shit, right? So, don't put a man in a man's shoes if old school wise, like thinking old school for a high second. Don't sit there and want the convenience of an old school man, but don't want the bullshit that's attached to it. That's my whole argument. Great grandma stayed. She knew what time it was. When his money went on the table, the motherfucking biscuits was on the table and her biscuits was in the air. That's all he gave a fuck, he gave a fuck about. That's all he gave a fuck Now, if I do that, let me go right now and tell my second job, hey, put me on full time. Let me do these 80-hour weeks and I'll pay everything. Like, babe, I got the mortgage. I got, I got all the bills. All right, babe, it's Tuesday at three o'clock. I want that ass. Like, I don't I don't want to hear no. I don't want to hear you got a headache. You know how many motherfucking problems I have? <laughs> Do you, me telling her she has to fuck and win without no way out, without no opposition. Do you really know how much trouble I will have on my hands? And that's why I don't do the 50-50. That's why I don't do the fucking, I don't like the goddamn gender roles and all of that. I feel like that type of mentality for a modern marriage is bullshit. Because in the household Very now, true. they still want the men to take out the trash. They still want you to go hear that goddamn sound and go creech at night when y'all upstairs in the bed. But everything else, 
a man is going to help with. Dishes and cooking is no longer a woman's job. Laundry is no longer a woman's job. Cleaning is no longer a woman's job. So as a woman, you can tell me exactly what I need to be doing around the house, but I can't tell your ass the same thing. Or we're going to have a problem. Now, you got some old school people out there that We're are still up to the old school ways. But a modern day woman, I don't give a damn. Bottom line, you're not going to tell a modern day woman what to do. You're just not. We're still at Uncle's house? Yeah, yeah. Come on with me. Okay. Um... Then I just have to take that hit. Straight, uh, just easy. I just have to take that hit. Because the thing is, is if you marry, it doesn't matter whether you have the wedding or you had a justice of the peace. I don't know how anybody else's family is, but there's three things we have to do in my family. Um, and one of them is you got to ask the father or the mother, whatever other things like, yo, you give me your daughter. So, Hey, I'm responsible for her. So if something happened to her, I got to answer, answer for that. I got to say, Hey, you know, Stanley, you gotta, you gotta go to her family. I gotta go to, I have to go to her father and be like, Hey, Mr. Stanley. So on, so on, she, Justine in the hospital, um, she she gonna make it, but she was. And you gonna be like, what the fuck was she doing there? And the maximum effective range of an excuse is what? Zero, right? I can't say. Well, I told her not to. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a man, that's what that is. Like, what what's what's the importance and what is it for when a woman gets married and that father hands hands her over? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying right. like she's from car keys or something, but I think everybody has the picture in their mind of a wedding where he walks her to the front. Like, oh, he's he's like, hey, it's my baby, but take care, take care of her, do all right. Okay. So if that's what's done and I can't tell her, hey, no, I wouldn't go, but I don't think you should go there. You ain't going there. There was a shooting at that spot a week ago. If I don't have the ability and authority to say that, mind you, don't flip it like I grabbed her by a collar and said, which one going? No. The way I first I said it the first time, if I can't do that, yo, you not you not for me. You not. And if I gotta go to the sex store and get a pipe dream extreme and do what I got to do for the rest of my life, then yo, man, oh well. I mean, shit, that's married dudes that got that got it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, nah, there's duties and responsibilities to being a man, even with gender roles. If 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 why if that's the case, then why can't a woman take out the trash? Because if a damn raccoon jump out, then who, who you think who you think is more typically more equipped to deal with that? Mm-hmm. A man. So, yo, there's gender roles in shit, but all it comes down to is comfortability. When has men been able to pick and choose the duties and responsibilities they're going to do when they get married? Never. 
So what is it? It's balance. It's standard. It's structure. If I can't provide those things, you're not for me. And this goes for not just me, but any other dude, because what does a man provide? He buys protection. Mm -hmm. Protection, problem solving, planning, structure, discipline, order. That's what that is. So I, if I can't do that, then like, what's the, what's the, what's the point? Right. If there's a shootout at the club and, I, and if I say that to Miss Edie and she like, have you, I'm going. And then she go and then, and then, and then there's a shootout at the club and she called me. Hey, excuse me, can you so, come? In that, Yo, I, I might want to say, Hey, you went, told you not to take your ass and click. So no, I got to go anyway. Is that the correct mentality to have? So let me ask the question first so I can make sure it's clear. Idris, if your man speaks, if Ace says, sit your ass down, you ain't going tonight. Because that, I heard it. I heard they. I got to say it like that. Is like, and, the, and the reason why, the reason why I'm going. <laughs> me? For me, reason, yes, yes. You have to say it for, to me like that, yes. Extreme, right? It's because what I'm also trying to get out that I hope somebody pick up on is, I'm sorry, Miss Idris, let's role play a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit, so I can bring it to the front porch. As your mm -hmm. man, I would feel away if every time I'm trying to lead us, either me or you, into success, I got to give you this big poster-ass picture of what not to do before you do it. You see what I'm saying? If I got to, babe, let's sit down and have this conversation. Mm -hmm. I, I really think if you would just sit there, I, I really need you to hear me right now. And sometimes I need, I need to not only be the man, but feel like the man every once in a while. If I know your safety can be at stake, I don't have time to sit here and have a 45 minute conversation with you as to why you can't go when you need to meet up with your girls in 15 or less. You see what I'm saying? So I need to be able to not yoke you by your collar, as my boy would say, but hey, look here. I, I know you got some shit you tried, but tonight ain't it. You're gonna have a seat. But I, and this is my old school way of thinking, and it don't work for everybody. Hell, it don't even work for me in my current marriage for the most of that, for the most part. But the thing is, if I look at you and go, sit down, this ain't it, and you're gonna get you're gonna get mad depending on the woman. We'll have to hash that out later. But what I'm trying to get out is every now I personally feel every now and then when your man speaks, there shouldn't be a a give. There shouldn't be a some resistance. Right. There shouldn't be nothing. Everybody. Yes, Daddy. Because we hard headed. I'm gonna be honest. We gonna we gonna, we want to know why why you don't want me to go out. Is it, you don't want me to go out because you think some man gonna hit on me, or you think I don't want to? You think um, I mean besides the violence part, we're gonna be that's the first thing we're gonna think about. Oh, he don't want me to go out because you know I'm going out with my girls and they single and you know they be doing their little hoish things and he don't want me to go out be chilling with them. That's what we are gonna be thinking the first, and then we're gonna be thinking like okay. Well, I went out last week. 
If you tell me I need to sit my ass down, gotta sit my ass down. That's what we should be doing. We be we should basically listen to our husbands, our mate, especially when our lives are in danger. If you said, hey, they they were shooting down there last weekend and the weekend before that, this, that, and the third, you got to think about your safety, not you just trying to go chill with the girls. Call the girls up like, hey, you know what? My husband said they were shooting last week, week prior. Y'all come over here and chill, or we can go to y'all house and chill, whatever the case may be. It's still, it's a, a compromise at the end of the day. You can listen to your husband and do what he's asked and sit your ass still and sit there and not go nowhere else and not have the girls come over or anything like that. It's, it's, it's all depends. You really, the point blank period, you got to learn how yeah, to see, listen a, and understand what he's saying. I also want to add, for me, for me, it ain't got to be for everybody, but I feel like the correct way of thinking and I will say it this way. I feel like the correct way of thinking, so y'all motherfuckers can quote me later, uh, is I feel like that goes both ways. I feel like that level of submission goes not only for the woman, but for the man. There are times when my wife said something, I don't exactly. go up against her. It's like, she be like, yeah, I don't think that's the right move for you, Stan. Yes, ma'am. And I sit my ass the fuck down. See, I also, I also feel like that deals a lot with trust. I have to trust that you can lead me. You see what I'm saying? So if I'm coming up against you every time you tell me something with the rebuttal, then you don't trust me. Uh, uh, let me let me let me fix that. Sure. I don't trust you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? If I'm rebuttaling everything you're saying, I don't trust you. So, like I tell my wife right now, I would quit my job if you was passionate enough. If you called me right now and said, hey, Stan, give your boss your laptop and walk the fuck out. If you said it with that much confidence, I would literally take my badge off and be like, here you go, and walk the fuck out. That's just how much trust I have in my wife's words. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like there, there's a, a level of that that some women have to have if you're going to go into a marriage. Because that's your end all be all. So if I got to sit here and give you this goddamn white picket fix, fence in the pom-poms every time we get ready to do some shit, that's too much goddamn work. <laughs> True. Well, let me rebuttal that part where you said, like Raina said, it has to also do a tone. Because if we feel like you're talking at us, screaming at us like you are our father, then yeah, we're going to definitely have some rebuttals to it. Also, and then as far as the pom-poms and all of that, it just all depends on scenario. Like like you said, we have to trust you. If we married you, that means we trust you or we're supposed to trust you. If you tell me to quit my job right now, I got you, this, that, and the third. If I'm married to you and you've been showing me this whole entire time, you've been having me and I don't need to do this, I would, like you said, hand over my badge and sit my tail at home because my husband said he got me. But us women nowadays, I'm not going to lie. We don't trust that. Because what if something happens to you where you can't work no more? And we so can't help what you I'm provide. from you is if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like y'all need to see things for a considerable amount of time. That's one. 
and how we do things have to be done so consistent that through our actions, y'all can trust us and not our words. So that means I can get with you in six months in if you don't feel like I've put enough on the table and done enough. You like, I can sit here and tell you with the utmost confidence, baby, I got it. But because you personally don't feel like you've seen enough, you like, nah, nigga, nah, you don't have to convince me. And that's where I have an issue. And I guess hearing this play out on this podcast today is giving me some light because it's like, for me, I feel like for you to give me the highest title on the planet, nobody's bigger than your husband. Right? Can we agree there? Nobody's mm-hmm. living your husband or your wife. I agree. So for you to give me that level I of agree. importance in your life, for me to come to you and say, babe, this ain't it. And you give me a bunch of rebuttal every time. That, to me, that don't make it sound like you was ready for me to have that title. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. right. I'm not saying all right. women. I'm some right. women. That's how they. That's that's how they think. And I'm not saying for me. For you, oh, I gotta. I gotta. It's a, you'll show me. You gotta show me everything. No, it. You can be very firm in your in your answer and your actions. Right after that, it's been doing it this whole entire time we've been together before we got married, and then we finally jumped the broom and got married and you tell me, babe, you know what? No, this ain't it. Then I'm going to listen. What's for up, me, babe? I'm going to listen. We loosening up. Can't speak for everybody else. When it comes down to it, like I agree with what you're saying about like the 45 minute speech and the way I communicate, the way I would communicate it is, if she's like, yeah, we're going to go to, you know, Tangeray going to tangle with my girl, so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to look like, okay, I think that's the spot that they had to shooting at last week. And I'm going to listen, I'm going to process it while she's talking, and I'm going to look into it, and when I see that there was a shooting at Tangeray last week, then I'm going to say, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, you might, you might have to cancel that because it was a shooting there. Last week, um, your girls can go because I don't like your big head girl Keisha any day away. But I mean, hey, I like for all of them to be safe. But I can't, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do when it come to them. But you, yeah, I do. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think you should be going to that. Uh, we can go do something else, like that one spot you want to go with the high rise downtown. We can do that. But uh, you going to Tangeray? Nah, that's it, and that's it. I'm shutting it up now. Here's the thing. I told her how I feel on it. I put my edict out there. Now, the way I operate, right or wrong, no matter what anybody else thinks, I've heard the tone and all that other stuff. Cool, got it. The way that I told her my no, according to how I'm looking at it, my tone, it was cool. If my daughter was alive, she was married, give her some more years, and her man told her like that, I'd be cool with it. Now, if she chooses to go and some shit go down and I got to go get her, 
and I go get her. When I get you in that car, my tone, I'll promise you this. You ain't going to be no bees. I'm not going to call you out your name. But at that point, that tone and how you said stuff, that shit is out the window. Because I told you, I don't think you should go. And what I was afraid of happening, happened. Luckily, I was able to get your ass up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Straight bullets. Yo, shit. We talked about that one time where I told you about the dude that this same thing happened. And he went and got his, his lady out of there. But the bullet, a bullet hit him, this dude in a wheelchair. Within a year, she left him. And was on, and was online talking about he ain't got a leg to stand on when it come to me. The nigga can't use his legs. Why? Because your ass ain't listen. That's on you. For better or for worse, right? And then I guarantee you, she tells somebody else or the next man or other women, oh, why you ain't married? Because my husband was controlling. He was trying to... T What's your husband look like? Nigga in the wheelchair sideways with a suit tie on. Fuck out of here. I ain't about to be me. So when I get your ass in this car, I don't want to hear shit about no damn tone. You can call your daddy while I'm talking to you. And if his ass don't, if his ass don't, if his ass don't agree, and he choose to have him and your two brothers waiting for me at the next function. So this is, this I, is one I, of the things. It, it is what it is. It does make sense. Uh, people would take uh, a different mentality on, accept the, accept the consequences of being married. And I don't think a lot of people mm -hmm. on both sides, this ain't just women, this ain't just men. I feel like on both sides, a lot of people do not accept the consequences of being married. And you're like, damn, why are you saying it like that? Hold on. Somebody got a um, comment in the um, well, threat saying oh, okay. um, he hate to go there, but... Um, but you see what threat said? Well, as far as the young people threat, yeah, the young people are doomed when it comes to this type of situation. But uh, I saw a somebody calling pop up. I clicked to answer it, but he went off. So hopefully he called back in. Um, the thing is, take responsibility, take accountability, and and the consequences for being married. And the thing is, some people I feel like get into a marriage thinking that certain things are not going to change. You know what I mean? They don't want nobody coming and telling them what to do. They don't want nobody monitoring their every move or semi-monitoring their every move. They don't want nobody checking in on them all the time. They don't want, they just want somebody there to, for convenience, help get these bills paid. We can fuck if we want to. Let's enjoy the perks of being married, but all that other shit put to the side. If that's your way of thinking, sit your single ass the fuck down. Just sit down. Don't don't waste Period. people's goddamn time. Cause like me, I was raised. It's a common courtesy and uh, and a sign of respect for you to know and for your partner to tell you where she is. Now she ain't got to go into great detail. She ain't got to tell you what color her drawers is. But for you to know where the hell she is, and depending on the situation, who she with, that's enough for you to be like, okay, she's safe. I know where she at. I can go get my hands on her if I need to. Right. 
I've heard couples say that's controlling this fuck. You keeping tabs on her. You don't trust her. You don't this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you right now, the people that like that, obviously I'm not going to rock with y'all. Fuck y'all. I don't care. I don't. When it comes to my wife, I'd be damned if I don't know where the fuck she's at. It, it just, I'm just not going to settle for that. Um, there are people that are against me to this day. Like, why you got to be all up her ass like that? That's what I married her for, to be up her ass. I'm there to be inappropriate. I'm there for that reason. I'm going to be all up in her ass. You can watch if you ain't got shit else to do. So I'm sorry. That's just how I'm wired. Because I feel like, I would feel like a failure if something happened to my wife and I didn't know where she was, who she was with, who to call in case of emergency, then who, what the fuck was I there for? How, how, in that moment, tell me how was I bettering her life? Cause shit, something happened to her and I can't even help her after the fact. And if one of your daughters was married and God forbid something like that happened, though, wouldn't that man have to answer to you? If something yeah. happened to my daughter and this man couldn't tell me where, who, or how, he got a problem. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point that I was getting to. That's the point that I was getting to earlier. The way that I operate is if you're going to be gone longer than an hour and a half, I need to know where you at. Because I'm be honest, when I leave, if I leave and I go to the grocery store, man, I'm getting some fruit and I'm coming right back. Ain't even worth me saying, now unless there's something I think you might need or something. Hey, I'm about to go to the grocery store. You want something? But a lot of times, like, nah. Shit, I'm gonna just go. If I go to the bowl now, it's just the bowl anyway, frame. This is a good segue. Like you said. Imagine so Ace, Idris, y'all two are a couple, right? Idris, I'm your daddy. Alright? Mm-hmm. Not like that. I'm talking about biological here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm your daddy, right? Yeah. So <laughs> check me out on this. If you and Ace got into a verbal altercation at your house, is that any of my business? No, that's not. So, if you and Ace can't pay y'all bills, is that any of my business? No, no, no. Uh, no. So, if you and Ace like to play monkey bars and, and when y'all fucking, is that any of my business? <laughs> no, no, no. Basically, what uh, goes on in your house stays in your house. Family oh, and friends yeah, should not know I'm, nothing I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm like the way you're rolling right here. Damn. If you and Ace, if Ace knocked your mohawk off, is that any of my business? Y'all married. Be honest. It's not my daddy's business. No. But I am going to tell my daddy. <laughs> the thing is, I want you to know what you just is not my it is not my let me say it one more again it is not my business once you put once you get married and you make that man your husband what goes over there ain't got nothing to do with me boyfriend come run and tell run and tell that shit but for a husband Y'all can be rearranging furniture in there all day, every day. It is not my business. The only reason why you're going to tell me is 
So if he knocked your mohawk loose, why would you tell me? I'm I'm thinking about right now in, in today's times. Because things have changed back in, you know, when we were younger. In today's time, even if it was the shoes on the other foot, in today's time, I'm going to let my father know because he's never hit me before. Or let's say this, he might hit me once before I didn't say the nothing. Real reason why second time he hit me, wait, wait, wait. Second time he hits me, I'm gonna I'm gonna let my father know because at the same time, how I know he won't flip the script and kill me. And I didn't let nobody know. I didn't call the police. I didn't let my friends know or nothing. So for me, I'm going to at least say say it if he hit me again. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The reason why you're telling me is because you know how I feel about you. You know the second you even remotely put you and hit in a man in a sentence, I'm looking for the who in that sentence. You know you're going to get a reaction out of me. Because at the end of the day, whether he's your husband or not, I don't give a fuck about him. He has nothing to do with me, but you do. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to get at here is the mentality people got to have in a marriage is literally whatever goes on in your house. Y'all need to the younger generation and on forward need to know to keep people out. Because the second you tell me that, I would never like him for another day going forward. He's going to always be that nigga to me. Very true. I don't know Ace. I know, oh, you talking about that bald head nigga you with? What he doing today? Just so I can know his whereabouts in case you out too long and I can go get my hands on dude. So it's just one of those things where Keep people out. You know what I'm saying? Keep people out. Keep people out. I understand. I understand totally. I'm just I'm just letting you know, like for today's times, it's like we see all of these, you know, this one household man killed his whole entire family because she wanted a divorce. So it's it's just like it a case by case scenario, now, to be honest. But you you absolutely right. Now, Nobody I'm should be knowing going what's going to, on in your house. Y'all know me. I'm Mr. Roll with me. I wouldn't be him if I didn't go against the grain a little bit. I bring out the parts of the topic that don't a lot of people like to touch because, you know, they might get their panties or boxes in a bunch. So my question is, whoo! My question here is, like I said, you got to accept a little bit of the consequences when you get married. So depending on how quickly you jumped and married this man, it's part of him. Uh, it's part of you not knowing that he was abusive. Is that any part of your fault? It's not. No. Because you know it's not. Because regardless of when you you married him or not. People change. People do change, even for the best or the for the worst. People change. And one little thing can trigger and make everything a whole lot worse. All right. So I can see that part because if people can change, I can see that part. Now, for the women out there that have married men that done been yoked up before and then still got married, is that their fault? No, that's your fault. 
Yeah. That's so your fault. let's take it off physical. Let's take it off physical. Let's take it off physical abuse. What about being held against your will or anything like that? So if that kind of stuff happened and you still married them. All right. What's That's up, your Trey? fault. What's that? What's up, man? Hey. What's your question? What's up, fam? Idris, I'll let you take that one. <laughs> um, can't be selfish no more. Like, that's the bottom line. You can't just think about you. When preparing yourself to becoming a wife, you have to think about him as well. And... I know some people are, I know a lot of people are against counseling and things of that nature, but for us women, we need to be mentally, mentally there, like, you know, past trauma from old boyfriends, childhood stuff. We gotta, we have to learn how to get help for that. Okay, um, true. So I'm going to say this. Um, you're right. You should not have to go through the trauma that we go through or that we went through. But it can be some things that you men do that trigger us. And not all triggers are are knowingly know, know about. All of our, we don't know all of our triggers. Let's say that. It could be something that happened to you when you was a child and mentally it blocked it because you wasn't old enough to understand what was going on. So it blocked it in the back of your mind and Trey, just say me and you are dating or we're, 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 I'm say we're dating. You say something to me or you did something to me that triggers something in my mind of a flashback. And you don't even know why, you got an attitude. You don't know why you're mad, but something that you did, and I can't explain it, but something that you did pissed me off or or made me sad or made me cry. And it has nothing to do with, you have no idea it was a trigger. Just like I didn't know have idea it was a trigger. Something, some of the trauma that us women go through it's not, it's, it does not come to the forefront until it happens to where we're able to 
learn from it, get a counseling for it, and move forward. Yeah, I know you're probably pissed off at me because I snapped at you or this, that, and the third. But if I'm trying to get help for it, then I would want you to understand and, you know, see, hopefully we can move forward. But if you don't see that I'm trying to get help for it and I'm steady getting pissed off, I'm steady getting triggered by everything you do, that's just... That's just selfish. So let me point blank period. And so some women should not. Go ahead. I hate to say it this way because I know a lot of men are not going to be my best friend after I say it, but y'all know me by now. Uh, every woman, and, and unless you they unless you they high school sweetheart, every woman gonna go through a little bit of trauma. They they gonna have something in them that they ain't gonna like. They gonna be very short wicked for and stuff like that. Um, to get a woman that has been through nothing and won't present any issues to you is a fairy tale. So it's one of those things where, and I don't want to argue levels to it, but it's like you have to take the good with the bad. You see what I'm saying? So if y'all are able to work through it and you see she's trying to work on it, I say work through it. If not, then there's a choice you need to make. You know what I mean? Everybody got a level of bullshit that they're willing to take. You see what I'm saying? Now, if she done hit your, if she, if she done maxed out your threshold, you got you got a decision to make. But if not, and if y'all married or if y'all thinking about being married, you have to be able to go through healing with that. Now, there's another fact that you can go Google it, and you ain't got to listen to Nicolations right now. You can go Google what I'm getting ready to say next. Some things that in order to heal from, you have to be in a relationship to heal from. You have to go through it again and face the fear yep. to hear from, to heal from it, to sit in a dark yep. room and be like, all right, I'm going to wait a year and a half until I feel like I'm up for it again. That's exactly what it is. You're just getting up enough courage to face it again, not saying that you're healed from it. So yes. um, I want people to really understand that that there are some things in order to fix, you have to go through it. That like riding a horse. There are some people that done got bucked off a <laughs> horse and said, fuck that horse. I am not getting on that bitch again. And they live in life just like that for the rest of their lives. Now, you got other people like, nah, I'll be damned if I don't get to enjoy that again and get right back up on the horse and go on about their business. They conquered the fear. So some things you have to face. Unfortunately, the biggest one that a lot of people like to put a crutch on is trust. I can't trust again if I don't get back on the horse of trust and try it again. Exactly. And quick, wait, real quick, quick, um, Trey. Um, Threat says something about if it's her personality, she's never been through trauma. You don't know what she's been through and she honestly probably don't know what she went through either. Because I'm going to be honest for myself, I had a whole lot of how, um, childhood trauma that I have no idea about. I couldn't remember, let me say that. And one thing came to me, I'm thinking I'm healed, I'm thinking I'm good. Because they always say time heals all wounds. That is an absolute lie. Time only hides the wounds. So until you're able to be back into the lion's den with all these lions around you and you're bleeding 
out, you gotta you gotta you gotta face your fear and really figure out, okay, what is it? What what is it that I'm going through? Why am I acting this way? And then as far as the her personality, if she's always been around chaos and drama and this, that, and the third, she doesn't know what peace, what real peace is either. So you, you got to understand when you're getting with somebody, their personality, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you got to figure out which one. You got you to gotta really learn and learn that person because... My personality is 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 crazy. I can be sweet and calm and cool one minute. Next minute, I'm your biggest freak, your, your little porn star. The next minute, I'm the little church girl. And at the same time, I also like the drama and confusion and the chaos. So it's it's a at the end of the day, it's right, her personality. Ace, go ahead. Um, first, I'd like to say that was the excellent question that the brother asked, but I like to push back slightly. Um, it's been said that men are more emotional than women are. Um, the, I believe the reason why it seems as if we're not is that, especially as black men, we don't have the freedom, nor do we have the luxury of full expression. Women, they have a monopoly on that. So we have to ask ourselves certain questions in certain instances. Is this the hill I'm willing to die on? Or you have to think of another way to address it. Or the third and final option is you just got to go ahead and work that energy off, go to the gym, basketball court, bowling, whatever it is you do. And like, yo, like get rid of that. But when it comes to trauma, like all of us go through trauma. Like I said, men aren't, men don't have that luxury of talking about their trauma. I've, I've been like when Periscope was up, it was a brother that was talking about his, his trauma. And he talking about using counseling and he moved past it, but it was a lot of women in, in there that was like, why don't you just date a man then? Oh no, he snake bit. But if a woman said that, we wouldn't have got that response. So we have to deal with our trauma <clears throat> in, in different ways. It's not the same as a woman. So to answer that, like, I'm not dealing, if I didn't inflict a wound, you're not going to bleed on me. That's just, that's just what that is. Now, if I inflicted the wound, then yeah, it could bleed on me, and it's my responsibility to help fix it. But the shit that happened, like uh, like the music soul child said, previous cats, I'm not I'm not dealing with that. I'm not them. Because the reason why my daughter died, I can't put that on the next woman that I dealt with, that I deal with. Yeah, that happened in 2000. That happened in 2001. Can't bring that there. You know what I'm saying? Like having chicks, shit, being the side dude, not knowing I'm the side dude, and I'm calling Got a hotel suite, and while I'm calling, she at the altar. I can't bring that here. So for the sake of balance, like, yeah, we can talk about it. We're talking about, yeah, what you've been through. I'm like, yeah, I'm not that type of dude. Um, I can only prove by being me. But you're not about to put that shit on my plate. That's, that's I, I refuse. That's, that's just me. 
And I think that sometimes as men, we have to be able to stand up and say, hey, hold up. We can talk about it, but I'm not I'm not dealing with, with the backlash of all that shit. We've been together how long? And they had that? All right, cool. If you like drama, if you're willing to deal with the drama and the craziness, I'll say, hey, this this crazy shit getting really right. too much for me. All right. I'm going to give you one more question, and then we got to get back to the podcast. Oh, I got. Go ahead. Can I, I get mine on first, please? Watching this shit. Uh, Trey. Um, I only got to see you for a brief moment. Like your image ain't up. What sports you play? Football. Great. Uh, whatever position you play, right? Let's say you were supposed to be at a certain spot. Growing up playing sports, whether it was structurally for school or in the neighborhood or whatever, if you weren't where you supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do, was there not other dudes there that would get up in your ass? Like, yo, man, what the fuck you doing, man? You do, 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 do. And what you had to do? Exactly. So we're built that way. We face that. We all we have always had to be accountable. We've had to be accountable for the things that we've done. We've had to be accountable for the th things that we didn't do. Society doesn't do that when it comes to women. And what it is... It it don't it don't really it don't really matter like the blue face thing, you know what I'm saying? There were people outside of that family that was like, what their family was saying was was right, you know what I'm saying? Like think about it, there, it it is a society thing because it's there's a saying, um, not the happy wife happy life, but you even hear old dudes. And my father said it. He said that in a relationship you have a choice. You have two choices. You have a choice to be right or you have a choice to have peace. I've seen through my father how, how that shit played out. I sleep with my armor on. I shower with my armor on. So I'm not saying I'll start the shit like just because, but yo, right is right. Wrong is wrong. They don't, they don't necessarily get that. Maybe it's because some dudes afraid that they don't want to, they ain't going to get none. Or even now, you see that shit on TikTok. You got dudes that's calling women out on their stuff, hold them accountable. And it's taken to the extreme of them bashing and all this other stuff. We didn't, we didn't have to take this shit, man, for like 70 years. I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. They, they went through the era of Jodeci, soul for real, uh, Boys, the men, all that lovey-dovey shit. And with the era we at now, shit is crazy. So I think what it is to a point is you have the dudes that don't want to or the people that don't want to hold them accountable. But men, we are keeper of balance. So we have to hold ourselves accountable. We also have to hold the women accountable too. I'm just, 
I think there's a lot of people that just just don't. They cater to. And I mean, you can still cater to somebody, but hold their ass accountable. But... You, you, you done? Grow women. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I got to be careful because I know my wife is in full support of me doing this. So if she ain't watching in the audience, she's probably watching somewhere else. So let me, let me, let me. Ah. All right. So. First things first, my boy. You either gonna come to a compromise or she's gonna be right most of the time. Most of the time. There's very few times that you're gonna come out swinging and hopefully you don't have to come out swinging and you come out on, on as the victor. Uh, because we're living in a time now where emotion is more right than facts. Like there are, there are, there are wars that have happened off emotion and not facts. Like let's, let's, let's dig into that. So it's just one of those things where my marriage has gotten my boxes in a notch. Hold on. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where you, you gotta be careful. Right. And he's right. You either need to be at peace and, and just focus on what's going to bring peace to my union instead of focusing on being right. The, the, the second I stopped trying to be dead right, my marriage went to a whole new height. You know what I mean? Um, it is unfair most of the time. Like my boy said, we should be in a place, especially if you're married, you should be in a place where you can hold your wife accountable for things. But there's a there's a way about doing it and I finally got the right words to say it. A woman loves when a man can hold her accountable and put her in check when it doesn't feel like he's doing that. There's a there's a certain level of finesse, a certain level of pizzazz you got to put on that. And I don't think I can get in trouble uh, for saying this one, but it was one of those moments where my wife did something. She did something. And like he said, approach. I had to literally be like, babe, but that's not what we talked about. And she was still going like, but you, you know, he was wrong. And I'm like, but that's, that's not what we talked about, babe. You know what I mean? So even though I'm going at her, she doesn't feel like I'm going at her. And after about 10 minutes, she was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. But what would have made me wrong is if I would have elevated on her. If I would have elevated, my tone would have got out of, out of whack. If I would have just been a big ball of shit to her, she would have taken me in totally different. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's all about approach, the angle, the tone. Once you figure out how to get at them like a boss and they don't feel like you being a boss, that's when you will win that. So, my last question for the both of y'all. So, the mentality piece that I want to end on and then we can have some, uh, some uh, comments from from the rest of the nation and whatnot is when it comes to your marriage, who matters the most when it comes to how they view you, 
just your spouse and your kids, your spouse to kids and their family, how that goes. Go ahead, Miss Edie. I said, go ahead, AC, have me on mute. <laughs> um, for, when repeat that one more time. As the wife of your household, your image matter the most to who? It's supposed to be to my, my husband. But in reality, my children, because they're in the household. Because I need my children to understand this is what real marriage is about. Real. What happened to them? Um, but real marriage and real problems and this, that, and the third is our children. The image is, is basically my children. Go ahead, Ace. I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd have to agree. Uh, the ones that matter the most, as far as my image, I have to be my family. Because how my image is and how I am to them when I leave the house, like how I carry and conduct myself, it also reflects my family. So then when the time comes when I do die, you know what I'm saying? And people stand up and say, hey, I knew this brother, he was this and he was that. Like it was solidified to my children and grandchildren and my wife that, hey, like your husband, the father was a man of principle. He was solid. He lived by code. And his, his kids, like, they don't, they only see things how they see things. But in times like that, and sometimes it doesn't even take, it, don't, it, it doesn't even take, you know, the passing of a, a person. Mm -hmm. But people can be like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, you Stanley, son, I know he ain't raised you like that because your pops is, is this and this, or they'd be like, man, you, you so-and-so son, and that dude got hands, man, that dude, that's a good dude right there. Hey, you ain't got it here. Just, just you can go ahead and take it. Just, just bring it, just bring that money back later. But shoot, yo, shoot, that's your dad. I know I'm good. Go ahead. Like, oh, there's this power in that. And it, it's not just, to me, it's not just a level of power that, you know, to have outside, but it's like something where my family can be proud, you know what I'm saying, of me and my wife can know that I could have chose somebody else, but I chose him. And he can be a little rough sometimes, and but I I did that. And when it come to when it come to like my seed, man, like all of us know that somebody say something about your mama, you you gonna fight. Mm -hmm. But me, it was it was it was different. You say something about my father, man, like 
you, you really you, you done because he was that dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and to this day, he still is. When, when he comes see me, like, yo, he don't put his bags in the car. None of that. Like, and I'm not afraid to say this publicly. Like, when I see my father, like, oh, man, I'm about to my father. Not as no, no funny type shit, but it's out of reverence. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. And sometimes it makes him uncomfortable, especially when, like, when he in the church sitting around his, his group. But Yo, the type of man that I know him to be and what he's put in me, you know what I'm saying? Even though I didn't see it at the time, but even when I left, like, I was like, damn, that's it. So I look at that and I look at that question and I'm like, yo, those are the people because I was taught and raised that, yo, you leave and cleave. You leave your father and mother and you clean to your wife. Like, like the song say, that matters. So... My question is, when it comes to your image, do you care about the Wendy's cashier that saw you? What Wendy's cashier? Do you care how they think of you? Do you care what they think of you when it comes to you and your family? I paid my money for my double-double. That's, that's all. <laughs> right, right. That's all they got. So, I mean, I don't eat fast food, but I'm just saying, like, that's that's all they need to worry about anyway. Say roll with me on this for a second. So when you go to the church and Sister Kersey, the usher, has an opinion on you, do you care about her opinion and when it comes to you and your family? I don't care about her opinion, but you don't watch what you say. That's man, woman, child, beast, whatever. But nah, nah, I don't care, but so, you're not about to... So I'm Idris's daddy. Y'all are now married. Y'all married. I done already handed her off to you. She's your responsibility. Do you care about my opinion when it comes to you and your household? No. Exactly. Because it's my responsibility and this is just how I was raised. It's my responsibility to improve on not only how I was raised and where I'm where I come from, then also hers too. You know what I'm saying? And that's pressure that that's pressure. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a level of, of stress. So if he's like, Hey, I think you need to be, you know, like you see how I treat her, right? See, I don't hit on her, I don't cheat on her. Like, we, we do all this stuff, we play these little games, we play in the serve thing and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's cool, but that's what you would so, do. So that's, that's, that's not me. Would you care about how his mama viewed you? If he is your husband, you don't? Mm-hmm. So... I want to make sure people that's watching that y'all understand when you are in a marriage and I want to make sure I word this right. There are people that it would be nice to have for them to view you in a shining light every time you are in their presence. And what I mean by that is the closer they are to the family, the more you should care. So even though I'm her dad and you don't care about how I view you, it would be nice if I, I, hey, 
you bring an ace over to that nigga, come on down so we can drink and, and kick up this shit. You would want that, right? You you don't want there to be no BS between us. You know what I'm saying? If, if you can avoid it. But at the end of the day, though, once y'all become one, whether I like him or hate him, it's not Ace's job to make me like him. That's not my. That's not your job. Just like it's not her job to make your mother like her. Once y'all become one, there's no more proving grounds. Y'all have already proven what y'all need to prove, or y'all wouldn't be married. Follow me. So it's just one of those things where once you marry, I the way I think of it. Are there some nice to have relationships when you get married that you like, man, I I, I want to have a relationship with A, B, C, D. We need to kick it. We need to go travel. We, that's all nice to have. But when it comes to a marriage, it's not a necessity. It's not, it's not get rich or die trying the type of mentality with that. It's damn, man. You eat your daddy, man. I, I wish we could have that relationship. Nope. Cool, I know to move on. You, it should be that easy. It should be that easy. So the, the the whole fact of the matter is people need to start proving each other to themselves in their own marriage and not to everybody outside of the marriage. Because right, what happens now is marriages start to get trendy, right? You want everybody to think you got this perfect marriage, that things don't go wrong, but really on the inside, y'all going through hell. You see what I'm saying? So y'all ain't proving nothing in the house. That's why y'all going through hell. But outside of the house, y'all look like y'all got the white picket fence, two dogs, and the whole fairy tale life. That's ass backwards. Y'all should cling to each other, love on each other, prove it all, constantly prove to each other. Let me use that phrase lightly, but prove to each other that y'all still what y'all want. But everybody else, they got to fall by the wayside. Is it a nice to have? Cool. But if it don't work, it can't be so heavy that it draws a drift between Ace and Idris. Am I right in saying that? And you're right, because at the end of the day, like y'all family at that point, like I have family. <laughs> I have I have relatives. You know what I'm saying? That I don't, I don't like, I really don't care for it. But at the end of the day, like, yo, like we fam, that's just, that is what it is. Um, I wasn't able to say this earlier when you asked uh, Miss Evie the question, but with me, there are certain exceptions. You know what I'm saying? Um, as long as, as long as, as long as some, as long as ain't nobody getting beat on, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's that exception. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't, you weren't given, you know, a blessing wasn't given for you to be whipping, whipping my daughter's ass. Yep. And I need to know exactly like what happened. I think that when it comes to marriage, and I'm going to finish and say this, I think that when it comes to marriage, people know marriage through the standpoint and the lens in which they, they see it. Um, me, I'm a reader. Everybody's not. But there's a woman 
on YouTube. I can't remember her name, but I'll get back to you on that. She has said that the problem with marriage now is that before it was a community wide thing. Now, everything that you had got in that community is now between two people. That's why your grandmother would, you know, talk to women in the family and be like, hey, that man working. You working too, but y'all got children. You better cook for that man. You better stop. Stop with all that crazy shit, Edie, because you know what? <laughs> A baby ain't what's enough to keep no damn man. What you saying? The mentality was different. Shoot. See how exactly. they talking back then. Back then, they like, you better stay with that man. You better cook for him. You better do what you got to do for your family. Nowadays, a woman exactly. can to your wife here and be like, sis, I don't know. But for the, for the, for the sake of fairness, because I kind of hear it without it being said, I hear, but what about the men though? With us, it just never stopped. And I've said this to you before, Stanley, with, with men, it's never stopped because our position is never safe. If Edie want me to take her to that damn Tyler Perry play that's coming to town, like, I hate that, I hate that, I hate that dude. I hate all that. You know what I'm saying? I want to do that. She want me to do this. I don't feel like doing it. And then I'm over there venting to y'all, man, I get these fuck ass tickets and this and that. And then you always go ask somebody, say, all right, man, you know what? You complain and don't take it. Don't go. Don't go. But I'm going to tell you this. When you come in the house, you got that some, the fat neighbor you got three doors down, lift that belly up, put it on her back, and got her slumped over the couch, wailing that ass out. Don't come over here talking to us about that shit. No, don't be crying in your beer because you ain't do what the fuck you supposed mm -hmm. to do. And we stop and we think, Look at these bullshit yeah. ass tickets. And you sitting up in there <laughs> <laughs> to every fucking joke in that stupid ass play. Like, oh, that's what we do. And you don't say a mumbling word. Damn, why you mean to go with this shit? piss everybody off. I do not like Jay-Z. And I do not like Beyonce. I think they are so overrated. But my wife adores Beyonce. And I can't stand nothing about her. But if she asks me, I would go buy a ticket in a heartbeat just because I know her passion for Beyonce. And I'll be right there grooving with her like I know the lyrics when I don't know shit. Oh, so I get exactly what you're saying because I can't stand Beyonce. Overall, she's a great entertainer, but I know artists that look better than her. I know artists that sing better than her. I know artists that got better material. And yet she's getting all the clout. Like, now, I hear y'all. But Beyonce ain't my top my top pick of the litter. Uh, but for my wife, she's all that in some. So I'm I'm front row if I can afford it. <laughs> Let me say it that way. <laughs> so uh dollars a ticket. So today was cool. We're gonna loosen up. I know we on a different platform. The Zoom was much more interpersonal. So I get that, but we're gonna loosen this up some more. Um, as we uh, get used to it and get used to the dynamic. As you saw, my boy Trey was able to call in, depending on what device you're using and when you're using it or how you're using it, uh, so to speak. So he was able to call in, get some FaceTime. All, everybody in the nation should be able to do it. Now, if you're on an older Android, 
you're going to have to get your laptop or something. You know what I'm saying? I hate to have to do that to you. But uh, once again, we are up here looking far better than we did last year. So again, to the people that was like, ah, your podcast ain't polished enough. Now your bitch ass ain't in here. Fuck you. Uh, that's just what it is. <laughs> Salute the tree. <laughs> that's just what it is. So with that being said, um, I want to make sure that the hosts shout themselves out and anything they want to shout out about themselves. So Ace, you can go first. Hey, uh, all I want to say is, hey, thanks for having me. Um, salute to the whole Roll With Me family. Um, I'm just AYC.NT on uh, TikTok. You know, I do videos every now and then, but if I see y'all on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes I recharge up, you know, drop a little dancing beaver or something, some roses and, you know, just to support people. Like, that's how I do. Not with the trolling shit. So when you see AYC pop up, then just know, hey, man, it's genuine. You know, we good and it's all love. But uh love y'all. Thanks for having me. Miss Idris. Hey, um, well, I'm Idris and but on, on TikTok it's um Miss Edie Hurt. Um and I'm on Facebook basically too. But um I definitely enjoy being with the road with me nation. Um I've been here for probably uh nine months, maybe. I think I started in sometime in July. And I definitely learned a lot from you, Stanley, and I definitely appreciate everything that you've been putting on the platform and even in our personal lives. I definitely learned a lot of things and I'm hoping my uh my little insight will get these get our women out here to understand that we we can go to counseling and that you guys men can understand where we come from as well. Yeah. But thank you. Now, before I give my closing, do we got any other questions from the nation in the chat? Or do y'all want to call up and ask any questions before we bring this thing to a screeching halt? Going once. Going twice. Um, uh-oh. Wait, yep, we got one. Yes. What's up? I can't even tell you the half of what I learned from this nation. Oh, uh, you got mo. You got mo. I got I got plenty of mo. Just wait on it. <laughs> Just wait on it. Well, I know that while we waiting for that, uh, while we waiting for Arcade to type a question, I know that some of the things I say it is unpopular. Um, and one thing that I was taught is that nobody owes you understanding. Cause I used to always say to my uncle, you gotta understand it. He'd be like, I ain't gotta understand shit. Nobody owes you understanding. But people come to certain conclusions in their life. You know what I'm saying? Of one is, is men or a man that was raised, you know, in a two parent household around people that were married. Like you're taught, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. This is how you treat her. This is the example. This is that. And then you get out in the world and now it's time for you to implement that. A lot of that does not carry over. You know what I'm saying? You can do everything that you were taught and everything that you saw and you can turn that shit up a notch and put put your own stank on it 
and it's not enough. Sometimes women say one thing, but they mean something else. And we're taught something different. You say what you mean and you mean what you say. So it, it, at that time, you got those two things and you have to choose which way you're going to roll. And I've just came to one way where it's like, hey, if I ask you what you want to eat and you say you want Zaxby's and I go to Buffalo, bless you, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings and get that 25 piece Caribbean jerk. Don't reach the manicure fingers over to my shit. That's just, hey, I, I'm not getting none tonight. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'll get some next week. But no, I'm I'm not not doing that shit. You so said I can't no. Eat a bite. Like, huh? I want to. I want to at least have a bite. I want to bite. Have a bite what? You can have some of my Zaxby's, but I want a bite of your chicken. No, no, no. I want, I want none. Of, no, I want none of your Zaxby's, baby. Look, 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 look. Let me let me, let me ask you something. Did you say you want the Zaxby's? Yeah, but your chicken. Wait, 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 wait. But did you say you want the Zaxby's? Yeah. And your your father gave you to me, right? Yeah. What type of man would I look like to sit here and force my meat in your mouth? I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. See, go ahead and dip your dip your dip your shit in that Zaxby sauce. Let me see you dip it. Come on now. Come on, come on now. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh-huh. Girl, don't it taste girl, don't it taste good to you? Soup. Shit about you turn. Girl, stand up and turn around. See, that that's how you handle it. I had to cuss out and be like, bitch, let me. No, you just put your own flavor spin on that. And you know, I might love you, but I ain't going to trust you. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go ahead and take my box and be just like this while I'm talking to your ass. Yeah, you better because um, we might we might be fighting for them. Um, I got a lot of unpopular opinions, trust me. Um, well, y'all know me. I'm when a man can't lead, does the woman take over the role? And when he can lead again, does she relinquish the role without reservation? Mm. Oh, my fault. That was the question. Do not call in. When a man can't lead, does the woman take over the role? And when he can lead again, does she relinquish the role? Now, the first question is easy. Yes. Yes, she's going to naturally take it. He's your helpmate. When you can't do what you need to do, she's going to naturally step into place. Now, the second question, <laughs> the second question is tough because women are relentless. So the second she puts that cape on and steps out in front and does it for more than two days, she is now accustomed to doing things a certain way. Once you learn a new habit, it's hard for her to give that up without some type of security and stuff like that, right? So now she's looking yep. for you to prove to her that she can give you the reins back, that you can handle it, that you can keep this going again. Because the second you slip, then it's, see, I knew you wasn't ready. That's why I got to do this. That's why I got to be out in front. That's why I got to. And then you will be in that revolving door if you can't be consistent. And men hate hearing that word. But then here's the other piece of bullshit that go with that, right? Because perception is law when it comes to a woman. So you can get up and say you good, but if you do it for 30 days and you're not good, 
that's not consistent enough for a woman. And each woman is different. Some women need to see six months. Some women need to see a year. Some women need to see until they just feel comfortable. Whatever that timeline is for her, until you've done it long enough to where she can put her guard down, it's hard to get a woman to give up control. It's hard to get a woman to do that. You're absolutely right. I'm just going to say you're right because that's the truth. And, and there's nothing for me to add to that. That is absolutely the truth from my standpoint. Trade. I don't know about other women, but for me, you're absolutely so trade, right. Did you hear that? That don't you call up there. Don't you do it. So is the less error. Different, different people, different, different leaders have different leadership styles. And here's the, here's the thing about that. And I view it kind of differently because I come from a military background and served myself. When I was a squad leader, I led my squad, but also had an assistant squad leader. And even though I was the leader, my, I'm the staff sergeant. Sometimes it was certain points where my sergeant had my sergeant had to lead. So E5. So sometimes I had to tag him in and be like. This, be speaking from a military standpoint, I don't want nobody thinking I'm LGBT or free throw shooter or nothing. But sometimes I had to say, hey, all right, you go ahead. I had to delegate. It's no different than wrestling. Tag you in, tag you out. That right there comes with maturity. No woman can lead, you know what I'm saying, like 100%. It's going to be times that she's going to have to tag her husband in. And she's going to have to rely, fall back, and support. Like, I see it like this. People can have their own ideologies and ways and looking at it, but the woman formed from the rib, look at your rib. Your rib ain't just in the front. It extends from your front to your side to your back. Those three things, those three positions are the position that a man and woman play together in union. So, is that man going to be able to lead you in every situation, in every circumstance, 100% of the time? No. Sometimes you're going to have to, you're going to have to do it. But it takes maturity and growth of knowing that, hey, that's how that is. And, hey, now that we through this situation, I go ahead and pass it back and I'm in the support role. And it's going to fluctuate. Yep. Well, y'all know me. I'm Stanley Peavy, better known as Mr. Roll with me. And if you can, you can follow me now on damn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> what else? YouTube uh, and TikTok. I'm all across the board. And luckily, because I am unique, even unique in the fact that I still am very much cut from a rare section of the cloth, um, the handle for everything is. Mr. Roll with me. So whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, all of it is Mr. Roll with me. You can find me on all four, five, six, seven, eight platforms. Uh, you can't miss me. Uh, so um, this year, I will be pushing for awareness of Roll With Me Nation, what we are, what we're about, what we're trying to do, the gap we're trying to bridge, all of that. So uh, the best thing you can do for me right now is on all those platforms, 
each one reach one, push it, push it to the limit. You know what I mean? Push me out there and get some awareness. If you got people that uh, want to join up and can handle this space, again, we talk in a way that most people can't handle. I'm pretty sure I don't say some things on here today that most people are like, yeah, I can't. Dude doing some masculine dominant. What the fuck is that? We ain't even got to do that this live. You feel me? We ain't even got to do that this podcast. Because I would like to have a podcast session on how we, we, we'll talk about that another time. But just know what's up. Trey got a question in the comments. <laughs> I'll put it like this. No matter what a woman should let the man be a man and leave, she shouldn't even try to put on the leadership shoes because if a person breaks into your house, what is she going to do? All right. Let me go and get in. You had you want me to do this to your own hell? Damn, all right. You want me to do this shit? I don't try to tell you what it is. <laughs> you keep trying to. I'm trying to say Then it's the point I'm making. No, that ain't it. That ain't no point. So the thing is, bro. Now again, me and A see it a little differently. I think you're you're more in line with the way A sees it. But at the end of the day, if you can't lead, now that doesn't mean you can't lead on other fronts. But usually when a man is not leading where a woman needs to step up is things around the house or money or things of that nature. So if you fail by the wayside, say you lost your job for a year, you didn't want a woman that's going to pick up and step in your place so y'all can move on to the next day? Or do you want her to leave your ass? Because you do got these young, hot tail girls out here now that if you ain't got a job, you ain't got them. So she will have to step up and she will have to leave. Now, that doesn't mean you don't answer the door at 3 o'clock in the morning when y'all get that random knock. She ain't trying to do that. So there's still other fronts you can lead in. Heck, to be even more, to be even more in the forefront with you as a man of your house, Leading spiritually is something that you never have to give the road the, the the ropes up to. You can always lead your house spiritually. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you can always lead your lead your house spiritually. So you can also lead on that front. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about leading is usually it comes with uh direction and money. That right there is when a man can no longer show that he can lead on that front, a woman will easily step up and take that. No, that's not what I'm saying. She won't even question my authority. When somebody breaks into the house, right, so why would she question anything that requires me being a man? Well. What? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. Because when it comes to, when it comes to what's been said is lead. You know what I'm saying? And nobody has given, uh, Nobody is given like a concrete, like what it is. It's very vague in general. So if you were somebody, if you would, I can't be with somebody that, that don't have my back. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to be 100 all, all the time. They just, they just not. If a dude loses his job, then hey, like, okay. I don't think it should be no damn year. You got to have some kind of, kind of skill or, or, or something. That just in case if you lose your job, you can you got something a side hustle you can fall back and rely on. But if it's something like 
putting up shelves and cabinets in the in the in the garage. That's not that's not my forte. I can tend to all the plumbing in the house. I can install a water heater, water softener, I can fix the washer and dryer and all that. But that one area I can't do. But if she knows the business that will come in and do that the way she wanted. Hey, yo, okay, you go ahead, you do that, and I'll go ahead and, and put that nah, money baby, up for No, baby, we it. going on YouTube to figure this out together. What but but about? I can't, I can't. I, well, look, let me let me tell you something. I get what you're saying, Miss Edie, but I don't think you know what it's like to be uh, digging tunnels, digging tunnels under somebody's house to fix the fix a waste pipe. Oh no, no, no. I might I, not. I might not. I might not have that. I might not have that. In, I might not have that energy. No, 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 no. We're not doing the dirty. We're not doing that. No, 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 no. I'm saying like that's that's me. I'm a plumber, so that's what I do during the day. And you want me to put these cabinets up? I might not have the energy for that because I'm gonna tell you, I didn't gave, I didn't gave ninety percent of that energy for that. That ten percent is when you is when you push them cheeks up on me in the middle of the night. So. uh that no, none of that ten percent energy going to the that garage is is going to that that Zaxby's you got <laughs> right there. If I, can bite, if I can bite, from. I miss Zaxby's. <laughs> we don't have Zaxby's over here in the West Coast, so I, I well, do miss in California, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. How about that? It ain't all that like it used to be. All right, what about In and Out Burger? How about that? Now, I don't be... know nothing else besides In and Out Burger. That, that's yeah, all In and Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there it is. Like, yo, like, like that's it. So if a woman is not going to let you lead, like, yo, she's not the one for you. You have to be able to cut sling low. Like, yo, all right, yo, it's been good. Look, that's it. I, all right, cool. And yo, you just go ahead and grind that shit out yourself. And yo, like, keep looking. I'm not saying that women don't matter, but I mean, like my grandparents used to tell me, one, keep your little rear wagon in the road, mind your business, and when you get tired, you know what to do. And you gotta find somebody that has the same the same mindset as you as well, because sometimes, you know, I know they all we always say opposites attract. You know, you might be the calm, the cool, collected one, she might be the wild, crazy one. If she's not able to if you're not able to calm her down and in her wild, crazy ways, then she's not she's not ready mentally at all. So the calm, yeah, you you should, you guys but definitely should be able to calm each other down, but and vice versa. All right, before we end up having a whole another podcast. Wait, yeah, some more questions no, in here. No, no. Cause threat ain't no motherfucking joke. We can sit here and have a conversation. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, we going we back can and have forth. a conversation for hours with threat. Threat ain't gonna stop. Threat will pull you down to the atoms of a conversation before he let up. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? We we no nah, no nah, we, we threat gonna have to have a coke and a smile on this one. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say it's your fault. I'm gonna say it's, it's your fault. I'm gonna say hers. <laughs> and leave it alone. So roll with your boy again. It's her push fault. The, push the envelope. Get your boy out there. I got some. Uh, I got some pictures in the intro video that I'm working on. 
before I fully come out. So we should have one more. <laughs> Damn, like that. It's actually cool. Like I said, some of the conversations me and Thread done had one on one. It, I, yeah, he kept me on my goddamn toes. But uh, what I want y'all to know is this year is all about awareness of Roll With Me Nation and Mr. Roll With Me, what we do, the platforms. So if you on Facebook, share it. If you on Instagram, share it. If you on YouTube, share it. Share, share, share. That's that's I, that's where I'm going to be at in um, padding the nation, not padding it, because you know we want quality over quantity. If they soft, don't bring your little your 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 cousin in them that can't handle shit into here, and then get mad at Mister Roll with me because we don't rape their ass over the cold. So keep their asses where they at. I figured because we got a new podcasting software that we was gonna be a little stiff coming out. That's to be expected. We gonna loosen this shit up. Uh, as y'all can see, you can call in. Trey did it. So do not sit here. And act like you can't call in because you can. And you just don't want to change or do something different. That's cool. Or you can stay in the chat. Um, I will let the underground know what the next topic is. We'll get on that. But uh, again, share, 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 share. Can't say it enough. Uh, Miss Edie, I got a question for you offline. Uh, so uh, other than that, I appreciate y'all for coming out. Wow.